Time for us to talk books in the literature corner. And we're joined in studio by Tami Ngadimeng, who's a communication specialist and the author of Finding Purpose. Tami joins us to talk about her book. Tami, good morning. Good morning to you. Good. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. So tell us about Finding Purpose Lessons from the Message Architect. What is the book about? So... I, I, I went through a career journey. I was in, cur- in corporate for 20 years and um, I knew I was created. I was created to live, but I didn't know I existed. <laughs> and um, although I was really, really great in my corporate uh, job, I was going to bed very unfulfilled. Mm. And um, I speak about it actually in my TEDx talk, my debut TEDx talk. I use the Minds Theater to become, I o- always used to walk around with my mom's underarm roll on and pretend I was speaking to a global audience saying, you know, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tommy. So my subconscious knew that my purpose, the, the legacy I wanted to leave um, um, on earth was a lot, was a lot um, greater than what I was doing at that, at that point in time. Then I'm now called the message architect on stage. That is my stage name because I break and build words to create messages that land for audiences. And so I, the book is really just taking people through the rawness, uh, very unvarnished um, life that I lived leading to becoming the message architect in the hope that uh, people will learn, you know, from the lessons that I've learned. I don't think we experience things to just experience them. I think they're meant to be shared. It's part of mentorship through life as individuals. Yeah. And so, I mean, you you were hoping that people picking up this book, reading this book, learn from it. Yeah. What are some of the things that you have learned that you're hoping other people have learned can learn from you? Like, what are the biggest lessons that you try and share in this book? Yeah, there's quite a few. So it's it's 14 chapters long, um, and I'm uh, you know I'm almost certain that everybody will pick up at least 14 lessons. But I, I think you could pick up a lot more in between the sentences, the untold and 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 the told. One of the biggest things for me was um, authenticity. I think the world preaches for you to be authentic, but then in the same breath, the world tells you that you shouldn't. They tell you how you should post, how you should come across. If you want to be a certain position, you must be in this box. Then what is authenticity um so you know that's one one big lesson for me is i've learned that just being time is actually cool i like being me yeah um another another big one was we all have mistakes there's absolutely nobody who is perfect in life and i never want to be perfect perfect is super boring and um because of that let's just all take our skeletons out of our closets and just bury them and continue to live because there's actually nobody who doesn't have skeletons within their closets that's a fact it's a fact. And so for you, you know, and you also talk about this also being a kind of mentorship. So people picking up this book are not only learning the lessons, but in many ways, I guess, going to use it as a tool. Sure. And did you have really good, very useful, effective mentors, even people who didn't realize they were mentoring you? I, I I don't believe in one or two people helping me out. I believe mentorship is an everyday thing. I believe I can learn lessons from the cashier, from the guy who's pouring petrol, because we are all intricately and deliberately made. So I believe that most of the people I meet on a daily basis teach me something, whether I take it in or not is my choice. And also mentorship is not learning only about what to do. It's also learning about what not to do from other humans. So um, humans that I engage with on a daily basis are have, have been my mentor, whether they've, they've known it or not. Yeah. And I have the beauty of the work that I do. I meet a lot of 
absolutely intricately and beautifully woven humans. Yeah. And so you talk about, you know, one of the reasons why you start kind of asking these questions is I have all the right stuff. Sure. Career is great. Yep. I'm, you know, I'm doing the work yeah. and, I, you know, I have the stuff. Yeah. But something is, is missing. Even the title. I had the title. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, something so was missing. I have all the right yeah. things. And in the end, what was that thing that was, I guess, missing? I didn't go to bed feeling full. And um, I want to go to bed tired, but feeling full inside. Mm. And I felt that my, my, my nine to five work, which is never nine to five. I always laugh when they say corporate is nine to five because it's never that. It's always more that you're giving. Yeah. Um, it, 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 was, it was hard work. Waking up and going there was hard work and it didn't matter which organization I was in. And I've, I've, I've really gone across board in, in many spheres, in, in tourism, in mining, in finance, in science and technology. Um, but now I feel that none of this, being the message architect is not hard work, it's effort. And so it's beautiful to go to bed, even if I'm exhausted, but feeling like I'm not dragging my feet. I feel full inside. Yeah. So it's about what is the thing that for you then, and I guess the question that uh, other people can ask with this book is, what is the thing that you actually don't mind getting up to do? Not that because, you know, you have to, or, but what is the thing that you say at the end of the day, you go, Whew, that was a long day. That was a lot, yeah. but I feel great. I feel good. Yeah, I feel good. So I used to actually say this to um, a number of people I used to mentor back in the days. I said, imagine if we lived in a world where everybody had exactly the same clothes, exactly the same houses, exactly the same cars, and there was no such thing as salary. We all didn't get that. What would you wake up to do every single day without the salary because we there would be no i have better this than you or what you know i want to get this that's better than 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 anybody else and i've i figured mine out um it's in my title the message architect i like to break and build words so that they are understandable for society i have a a, a fundamental issue with the fact that we are in Inclusive, but by using exclusion. And by that, I mean that we're very good at using jargon out there in society to sound smart. And um, I don't think we should be doing that because not all of us are the same exposed the same way. So when I moderate conversations, when I, well, I do four different things on stage, right? I moderate, I interview, I MC, which is Master of Ceremony, or I program direct to four very different things that require very different skill sets. Um, and it is my duty and my purpose to make sure that the messages we send on those stages are understood by everybody, not just the people who are attending the conference. But what about the guy at the sound desk? What about the ladies who are doing the catering? Because if we say that education happens everywhere outside of the classroom, then we need to be very cognizant that all those people make up humanity and society and we should not be excluding them because that's how we'll get humanity moving in the direction that we need it to be. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting that I think uh, quite a lot of your work or as you've described it is about, I guess, the individual. Yeah. And I mean, the book is called Finding Purpose, yeah. uh, Lessons from the uh, Message Architect. But it also sounds as if it's the kind of thing um, even corporates could benefit from. Yes. Because, of course, we've seen people ask very uh, difficult, necessary questions about even their places of work. Um, mm. You know, we talk about uh, environmental, social 
um, you know, impact, you know, mm. in addition to making money for your shareholders, mm. what else does your business do? What yeah. does your business stand for? Yeah. How does your business contribute to yes, its true. immediate, uh-huh. you know, society, community, uh-huh. the environment? Uh-huh. And even for uh, employers, I do think there is this question of, in addition to giving someone a job, maybe some medical aid, a pension, uh, an office, if there's an office, a salary, mm. what mm. else? Because mm. those aren't the things. That's mm-hmm. not enough mm-hmm. um even employees are asking very you know am i making an impact sure does this work matter exactly uh, is this business ethical if mm-hmm. ethical business practice matters to you so mm-hmm. it almost sounds as if it's also the kind of thing uh corporates businesses institutions mm-hmm. and organizations can also or are probably grappling with it is and and i you know i can't i can't unmarry or divorce rather or separate the life that i come from in corporate it was 20 years it is a part a big part of me so i do bring that corporate side of me into a lot of stuff that I did because and and that I continue to do even with my clients when they book me as a moderator I understand the jargon of what is you know MTEF what is KPIs what is POEs and so it's definitely um, beneficial for the corporate in a corporate space to you know just also nudge the employees not just about the employees asking the questions it's also about the leadership saying hey how do we change our leadership stance in order to help the individual you know if we're talking about mentoring people what better way than to say to somebody hey let me help you out so that you're making an impact so when you go throughout life I am an, a significant part when you reach that ikigai or whatever it is mm on that journey mm. yeah. or what is the thing that matters to you what matters to you what exactly. is the thing you you care about and how can we help either facilitate or support because maybe you can't make the thing happen in that organization but you can be some kind of resource but asking the question you know what is the thing that matter what is the thing to your point from right at the beginning what is the thing that's going to make you feel full and right. satisfied right. and like okay that was that was useful that was a good right. Day. Right. Even even the jargon on sustainability, I think we throw around words and then we forget about them and then we go into the next word. And that's kind of how society and humanity works. And I think that one of the words that's been thrown around at the moment is sustainability. But it's going the route of um, sustainability on planet. And it's meant to be people and planet. Because my question is, if we're fighting so much to save the planet, what are we saving it for? And so sustainability of humans is getting into the inner core, not just for sustaining their lives, but making sure that they're happy while they are within their lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. And so who is this book for? When you were writing it, who did you have in mind? Is it people, for instance, who, like yourself, perhaps have been in corporate or had been in corporate or currently in a job? Or is it someone perhaps who is on a journey of entrepreneurship? Who could benefit from uh, finding purpose? If you are breathing... (laughs) And you want a reason to to leave a legacy here on earth? This book is for you, and um, it's 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 strange enough. I don't write it like that. I don't write it with a person, an audience member in mind. I just knew that I've gone through the stuff that I've gone through, not for for nothing. I needed to share it with the world, and it was an instruction for me. Um, from my inner self and, and I'd love to, I love to call that God for myself to say um, 
this book must go out. There's some stuff that you have learned that you need to share with society. So if you're breathing, if you are feeling like you don't have direction, if you're feeling like you do have direction and you can grow a little bit more, if you feel like you want to leave a legacy, if you feel like you just want to have a good read and none of that on, you know, at a poolside, it's for everybody, really. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't benchmark it on race, gender, you know, like a specific um, circle of people. Yeah. Just a quick one. Admire Indonesia asks, what steps can one take to find purpose and fulfillment during a transition period between jobs? And I wonder if that's something that your book talks about, kind of dealing with change or being in flux and still kind of finding that why. Yeah, so I look at life um, like a theater. That's why my TEDx talk, because this is really a build up from my TEDx talk. I look at life um, like the four things that the theater has to offer you. So the scripting, there's a scripting part and then there's the rehearsal part and there's the actual performance and the reviewing part. And for me, um, the transitioning part is really the re-scripting. It's the, it's the finding that the current script that you have is not necessarily the, the correct script that you wanted. And so you move into a new job and you transition and you, and you, and you re-script. So I, I would, I would really encourage her to, um, perhaps go look, listen to my TEDx talk. It'll give her a lot more insight because I don't want to mess it for everybody else who hasn't watched it. Um, and it'll give the toolkits of how I go within those four areas. And if we're looking to find the book, where can we find it? So exciting. So um, yesterday I found out that there are some exclusive books who already have it. So um, at the moment, I'm aware of Brooklyn Mall has it, Four Ways Mall has it, and um, Mall of Africa. But it will be around all uh, major bookstores, reputable uh, bookstores. And it will also be on um, e-tailers. I just got also go ahead yesterday that we will be turning it into an audio book. But I'll share that when the time is right as well. Tammy, thank you so much for thank joining you so us much. Good. this morning. Thank you so much. That thank you is so much. communication specialist and author of a book called Finding Purpose, Tammy Gadimeng.